The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. You're listening to the only podcast that admits they might know what they're talking about. I hope everyone has a ball. This is We Might Know Sports. I love you! With Kevin. I think it's going to work this time. And Corey. You should have started reeling because I bit all over that. <laughs> and that's just facts. Where are we at in society today? Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! We like sports and we don't care who knows! No forget Jesus, people! Oh, uh, topic Corey might like. Um, I don't even know. You might like it, Corey. He just doesn't know. <laughs> Sounds like something a guy in a van would tell me. Don't tell me how upset I am. I was felt fine afterwards, and then Yahoo agreed with me, gave me the solid A plus. Buckle up, buckaroo! I feel like I just destroyed like my life in general. Steep, steep. And here we go. It helps if I uh, unmute myself, huh? Oh, uh, I can't hear you. I didn't know we started. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I didn't have that connected. Uh, welcome to UFC 255 Fight Companion, episode 163, I think. Uh, uh, as always, it's Kevin and Corey. And we are not going out on Twitch, so I might just give up on that tonight, uh, being so complicated of a setup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me just give it one quick try here. Stream. Nope, not system. That'll get us yanked if I pulled on the system. Stream. Stream. Uh, let's just call it a, a show on uh, Twitch. That'll make my life a little easier anyway. Anyway, uh, 163. We're going to be talking about the ongoing fight. Uh, UFC 255. And I'm probably going to mute the fight while we're not talking about it. If that's okay. okay. <laughs> it's a little distracting having five voices in your head. Anyway... It's That's fine for those who missed it. Craig just pulled off a minor upset of uh, Shogun Rua. Knockout second round. Yeah. That's just so unfortunate, too. Like, for you, at Rua least. Rua tapping out on strikes. It's rare. Very rare. Um, let's just head right into the fights right now. We got. Rua, Craig, that just happened. Um, I thought Rua was making his comeback, but Craig is just that much better, I think. Uh, At know, this weak, stage in their career. Yeah. Weaker, light heavyweight division right now. I mean, I'm not saying title shot, but at least it's better than what he's been doing with a fight in the main event. And the next fight is to Fabian or whatever. To Fabian? Chook? Isn't that her name? Oh, uh. Chuk- Caitlin Chukigian versus Cynthia Calvillo. And this one. I know Calvillo was supposed to fight a couple fights ago. 
maybe the last pay-per-view. I think we, and she was the last second poll. I think she was supposed to fight Lauren Murphy. Sounds right. Anyway, uh, Calvillo, I like her. She's a good young talent. Apparently, sixth highest striking defense in the strawweight division. She's moving up to 125, though, because she's had weight cutting issues. So, the one thing that concerned me about this fight was that I think. Caitlin's got a was it five inch height advantage on Calvio, so I mean I could definitely see a Coogan knockout, but I don't think I don't think uh, I think we're going to decision with Calvio with the victory. Oh, I can't hear you, Corey. Did you mute yourself, or did I mute you? See, I think we. Where are we? Ooh, full screen, Corey. That's not what I want to do. So, just like last time, we're having technical issues as soon as we start the stream. We're running fine and dandy. What if we do this? Oh, Corey left. Well, then. <laughs> Awkward silence, awkward silence. Can you see me? I can't see you, but I can hear you at least. Okay. Can you see me? Now I can see you. Every time. So it messes up when the video's going, just like last time? Uh, as soon as I... Well, I mean, I heard you for a little bit. You went before I think I went on yours. Like, you went... You started to start, talk about a reach advantage, and then I heard nothing after that. Uh... Let me see. Because we're still recording. But I just my phone, I like my phone can handle all this, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, your phone is just running Discord, at least. So. And videoing. What is that, iPhone 5? 7. Hmm. We'll give it one more go. Our audio is where it's at. I mean... We got like 25 listeners after, so we'll just record it. We won't go, we won't stream it. How about that? All right. 
So we're still recording. It's yeah, it's recording. <laughs> Get done. It's not doing it. Um. Oh. Anyway, we were talking reach or not reach advantage. I was talking height advantage. Um. There's I mean, a significant advantage I know as well. Yeah. So I was kind of cautious. She's lanky. It looks like. Judging by this pre-fight video they're showing, so she's lanky and she has the Gracie gym background. So I went with Caitlin. I'm not going to go with her last name. I think this was, might be too big of a jump for Cavillo this early. Have these two fought before, or is it just Cavillo's highlight reel? Cavillo's highlight reel. Um, well, I disagree, obviously, because I'm going decision with Cavillo. She got that tough Italianness. Greediness. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, the fight before the main events, I'm going to call them. Honestly, I'm surprised. We'll, we'll talk about that after this. Uh, Mike Perry versus Tim Means. This one I struggled to pick. I, I wanted to pick Perry by decision, but I mean, I could easily see Tim Means. I think the reason why I'm not going Mike Perry is because he doesn't really have a camp. I just went with experience again. Um, I mean, the last fight he was in, he was getting, his coach was his girlfriend or wife uh, or whatever. Mike Perry is is given this opportunity to win and further catapult his stardom. So I, I, I'm kind of going against what I always believe in. I feel like the UFC is kind of setting Perry up for a win, mm-hmm. but I went against that thought, which I don't know why I did, but I did. <laughs> if Stefan runs at the table here, I'm going to be pissed. Why did he pick Perry? No, he picked means by decision, too. We all went means decision, so no gain or loss there. I'm just talking, like, in general. He's already off to one right, so. But he didn't get a perfect, right? No. Oh, okay. I'm still saying, like, if he goes all green. Did he get one point or two points? He got one point. Okay. Uh, We have Valentina Shevchenko versus Jennifer Maya. Um, the one I'm excited about. Wasn't Shevchenko's sister fighting in the earlier fights, I think? Shevchenko's sister, Maya, already beat, too. Yeah. Um, so, I believe I was listening to the pre-fight stuff. They said that Shevchenko is the most favored fighter in UFC history in this fight. <laughs> so, even um, Vegas is... With Shevchenko's high submission background and Maya, her losses, her most losses were by submission. I just figured it was inevitable. I just don't know what round it's going to happen in. <laughs> I, I just went off of the last two or three fights. I think Shevchenko's had a knockout, so I'm just mm-hmm. going with that. She just wears them out with punches. So. Mm-hmm. And then Figaro versus Perez. Not... Not too uh, excited about this fight. One twenty-five flyweight. Me either. I don't, I'm more excited about the girls. Yeah. Uh, and and all and actually all these fights. 
these the two girl fights I actually think are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the title fight is a title fight, but I'd be lying if I said I knew that much about either of these two fighters. I'm just surprised Shevchenko isn't like the main event. Me too. She's the bigger name. Yeah. I mean, I probably didn't hear Figaro until this week when I started looking at the card. <laughs> like, well, I, I usually you don't ask Stefan. Uh, this guy Buck uh, would call it midget fighting, so it's not that exciting. Although our greatest fighter of all time came out of this division, <laughs> we might need to revisit that sometime. <laughs> uh, well, the fight is just starting to be introduced so let's uh let's jump into oh yeah i don't have to worry about uh twitch anymore so that's good college football real quick here we did indiana versus ohio state that was a good good game today it was a real good game we were talking... our fields didn't look like but they were still able to pull it out yeah, we were talking about it before we went live, and I was just surprised at how Indiana was able to have defense when they needed it most. I mean, they gave up 42 points, yes, but, I mean, it was pretty quiet in the second half. Ooh, interesting. And um, the big, most interesting thing to me was a uh, the run game of Ohio State by one of the best names in football, Master Teague. <laughs> Got it going, and that changed it for Ohio State because Fields did not have it going. He was definitely flustered with the Indiana defense, which led us to talking about the Northwest. Well, I'll just go into the Northwestern versus uh, Wisconsin game, Northwestern shutting down Wisconsin and pulling that victory out. The Northwestern defense – it's pretty good. I think they could give Ohio State the same issues. Uh, right now, I, I don't know if you heard me go, ooh, interesting. Uh, Liberty is losing to North Carolina State by one right now in the fourth quarter with two minutes left. So, Oh, wow. That'll be North Carolina State, too. But I didn't believe they'd win that game. Uh, yeah, let's see here. They are currently... On the well, Liberty's driving. I mean, they have the ball. It looks like they can kick a field goal for the win, so that might not be an upset yet. Uh, ooh, we got the fight going now. Oh, it helps if I hit unmute. There we go. Uh, let's see here. Well, we also had Coastal Carolina Our, versus App. <laughs> favorite team to pick this year yeah no, we all pick Coastal Carolina I think but it was I, a good game I think everyone's off the coastal or against Coastal Carolina bandwagon right now <laughs> yeah I was expecting Joe not to take him but he did Coastal Carolina and Liberty definitely have the bandwagons going pretty full also BYU um Coastal Carolina, I think, won 34-23. Competitive game. But Coastal Carolina remains unbeaten. Speaking of remaining unbeaten, Cincinnati had to give uh, UCF all they could, 
all they could in order to pull out a win. UCF had the lead late in the game, and Cincinnati was able to score and take it. Uh, that was a really competitive game and a really fun game to watch. Uh, Cincinnati moves on to 8-0 and and has a lot of people talking about possible playoff. They Out are. of all the undefeated of the smaller schools, Cincinnati, people think, has the best chance because the American League actually has talent in it. So they're beating good teams. Uh, I mean, they're right on the outside, I believe, too. Yeah. So you could that could be something uh, different, especially if, let's say, Notre Dame beats Clemson in the ACC championship. Clemson's out, and that leaves room. Uh, and then we have Oklahoma State, Oklahoma going right now. That one looks to be going right now. almost over. Yeah. That one's a three-touchdown uh, game with six minutes left. Oklahoma literally just scored right now, so it is a four-touchdown game. It's over. It's over. Uh, and we talked about, did we talk about Wisconsin Northwestern? Yeah, I threw that as I talked about, uh, Ohio state possibly losing, uh, next week, next week looks pretty interesting. We got Ohio state, Texas on Friday morning. Well, at noon for you. Okay. Black Uh, Friday. Ohio state. There's a couple games. There's four games in the top 25. How many overall? Ooh, there's quite a few. Yeah, Washington, Good. Washington Blood State point. for the Apple Cup, if you want to throw that one on. Uh, UMass, Liberty, no one cares. Notre Dame, North Carolina. That one, that one looks interesting. That one will be interesting. You have the best defense in college right now versus... I think the number two offense. So something will give. Um, just flipping through the Saturday games now. Not as exciting. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Alabama Auburn, but uh, Alabama's going into that one. Twenty-one point favorites. So. Did Auburn beat Tennessee today? I don't know. Started watching that game and then I stopped. Uh, we are a minute remaining left in round one of the Calvillo fight. I haven't really been paying attention, have you? No. Yeah, Auburn won 30 17, so. Okay. Uh, um. Shot for the moon this week in college football and it didn't work. I'm not shooting for the moon with my UFC picks as much. So I think we have what? This fight is our only winner difference. So this fight? Yeah. Yeah, this is a big one for me to gain on you guys or to lose ground. I always love when fighters or anyone go, oi, 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 oi. Yeah. 
Wait, wait, wait. How come I can't see it anymore? You can't see it? Mm-mm. What about now? No, I'm wondering if I did something wrong. It says it's live, but it says this stream has ended. Cricket noise. <laughs> oh, where'd Corey go? It was just messed up. Mess oh, oh, oh. Oh, that was my bad. <laughs> Who knew the red button? Easy fix. Oh, I see it. You don't see it? Yeah, I see it. Oh, now you see it. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, I'm all out of sorts. Now I don't see me. Hold on. There we are. There I am. So how come won't let me see both anymore? <laughs> now it's loading. up. Whoa. Illegally streaming right now. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> Just had to move the window over a little bit. <laughs> I forgot. I moved it to adjust. Uh, right. mm. We got, uh, I think, one more pay-per-view after this. Kind of a sad. It's already over. Yeah, yeah it's going to get... They are... Uh... Fantasy is going to get really close. Yep. We're what? Right now, I mean, we're still pretty close. Four, seven points away. Right now, from you, Ben is nine, and then Stefan is in another galaxy. I think it's safe to say Stefan can't come back. Trying to do math here. If he gets five. Alright. So I guess it comes down to this fight. Or one of these fights. If he goes perfect, he's still in this. Because he's down by 32. But right now, live standings, he's down by 31. So. Oof. He, she's taking a bunch of shots. Calvillo wants to take this to the ground, though, I think. Punch, punch. That's what it sounds like she's saying. I don't know if she's actually saying that. I feel like that's a tell. Uh, she's losing. Who, Calvillo? Yeah. yeah. He said she's lost the first half of the fight. Yeah. Because there's been a round and a half left. <laughs> it's because I knew she couldn't outstrike this girl. She's going to have to figure something else out. Mm -hmm. Right now, she's not being aggressive. Staying on the outside, Ooh. which is right where a person with longer oh. reach wants you. 
She's landing some significant shots, though. Yeah, right there. That was good. So, as long as she keeps that up. I think she got Coogan's time, timing down now, so. Shakugan. You know, I think that's why I became a UFC fan is because of that high kick. Uh, my first pay-per-view I ever watched, really, was uh, Silva just kicking what's-his-face in the face and it being a knockout. Uh-oh. Ah, crap. Apparently we can only go in like half hour increments because I can't hear you now. Corey, try muting your mic and then unmuting it. Where I just heard I can hear Corey. What's up? Yeah. I yeah, couldn't I hear could... I couldn't hear well, you. I just first. heard you. Yeah. It went out. Yeah, you're going out too. Oh, I hear you. Crystal clear now. Uh, worst case scenario, we just end this early. Uh, let's go on to NFL, our favorite thing to talk about. Yeah. Uh, there it is. Had to find the sheet. Oh. Last time we left. I here. wouldn't give Discord a good rating. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Last time. We didn't do too bad with our picks last week. Uh, you went eight. Well, I mean, preseason wise, we didn't do too bad with our picks. Uh, You're gone again. Corey went 12 and two preseason wise. And hold on. Let me see if I can. Corey's gone, gone. There he is. Can you hear me? Oh, maybe that's the reason. Whoa, that hurt my ears. What's up? Uh, I just hurt my ears, that's all. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we should have stuck with our preseason picks because you went 12-2, and two, I went 11-3. And, and then come regular season-wise, 
We both went nine and five. You went a little different route. I went with the Titans. There, no. Uh, the Giants, I guessed right. Because I said their defense. You said the Bills. Or, no, I said the Bills. You said the Cardinals, which I was almost right. I mean, minus a, minus a Hail Mary pass. Uh, Seahawks, Ravens, Bears. We all got wrong. Unfortunately. And then there was... Week 11. Corey took the Cardinals. I took the Seahawks. I felt like... Why did I take the Seahawks? I'm trying to remember. It's very hard for a team to lose two times in a row. Thursday night... On the road. I couldn't see the Cardinals winning again. So, I didn't. Corey's still trying to join. There he is. Welcome back. Uh, let's see here. Bengals. Yeah, I can hear you. Bengals Redskins. Okay. Yeah, we both went Bengals, right? In the regular season, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. At the, I mean, with Burrow's poor offensive line, I mean, it could be a disaster. I'm just worried about the Red or Washington FC. Excuse me. Uh, I mean, I just, I just feel right now the way the. Washington football clubs have been playing. I just don't trust them, so that's why I went the Bengals. Browns, Eagles. I went Browns again, preseason and regular season, because the Eagles are trash. Right, Stefan? Fuck failure. Exactly. So, uh, you go on Browns because of uh, the whole reason we went before. Oh, this is getting frustrating now. What happens if I do this? Oh, crap. Well, I leave the channel. That's what happens with that. <laughs> Can you hear me? Swear. Corey's gone forever. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what I gotta do. Uh -huh. Please hang on the line.
let's see if we can get him back. Oh, Falcon Saints. Glue with the Falcons this time around because the Saints are on their third string quarterback. Oh, 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 oh. We hear a bing. Let's just try, let's try not streaming right now. <laughs> All right. And then if we have more issues, we'll be done for the night. How about that? And I'll send you the. I'm good with it. So we got through the Bengals game real quick. You mentioned Philly. Yeah, and then I also played the uh, fuck Philly clip. But Philly Browns, right? Yes. Yeah, we both went Browns. I don't even think the Browns are that good, but I just think Philly is really bad. We talked about it earlier, where the Browns are going to beat teams that are worse than them or on level with them, but they can't beat anyone with any. Any competition. Exactly. So they're going to move on to 7-3 and three, though, and make their run at a playoff spot. Yeah. Which is scary because, I mean, of how awful they were. Each uh, time they play a real team, they look really bad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, Saints-Falcons was talking about how they're on their third string quarterback because apparently Jameis is not worthy of starting even though he's listed as number two on the depth charts. We're both going Falcons. I was going Falcons before just simply because Rocky Morris has that team playing really well. And even though... The last three games, I think Todd Gurley's averaging 2.3 yards per carry, which is horrendous. He's still getting himself in the end zone. And as long as Julio plays, the Falcons' offense looks decent. Yeah. Even if they don't throw to him. This just makes my pick a little more confident, honestly. Coogan, Coogan won by decision, by the way. Oh, sweet. So there's three points for you. No points for anyone else. I believe that officially eliminates Stefan from... Uh, uh, actually, we got to wait until the end of the... Uh, the Did we all take means? Yeah. By decision? Yep. Huh. So that, that fight means nothing fantasy-wise. Mm-hmm. It's the last two that give Stefan hope. Cool. After we finish this pod, are you just going to throw the stream up for us? And I guess we'll just watch. And if I can talk, I can talk. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or I can just share this link. I mean, uh, yeah. I'll probably work. I'll give easier. you. Uh, we we did not. We're not streaming the fight. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, You'll send me the pay-per-view? Yeah, I'll send you some money for the pay-per-view. How about that? There we go. I'm rolling in the dough now with my new job, so, you know. Perfect. So, what's next? Uh, so, we can get in, like we've been doing. I've been enjoying that. All right. What's the next? Actually, decent. Dealers, Jaguars. Well. <laughs> so, uh, so, is it fair to say the Steelers are going 10-0? and 0? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see a Cowboys situation happening in this game, so. Me either. Um, the best 
weapon on the Jags is their rookie, James Robinson, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are the best against the run. So how do you think that game's going to go? If James Robinson somehow has a good game and can break through that defense, then maybe they'll be all right. But I don't think that's happening. Uh Uh-huh. On to maybe the best game of the afternoon's games Packers Colts yeah that game is one of like three games this whole week that I'm excited about actually Thursday night I was excited about that game yeah for once Um, yeah for once Uh, this game is interesting I went with the Colts probably surprising to most people Um, I like how their defense is playing right now and I saw Aaron Rodgers play a good defense in the Bucks and it didn't go well (laughs) yeah same that's Really what I'm leaning on, because Phillip Rivers even has played better as of late. And if he doesn't turn the ball over, the Colts are dangerous. Yeah, just no faith in the Packers. They they look good early on, and then when they ran into the Bucks, it looked like they ran into a bus and then just been stumbling since. Mm-hmm. I mean, are they a one-loss team? Or no, two loss? I think they lost twice, but even in one of their wins, they only won. Oh, by they like lost food. Minnesota. I think Dalvin Cook ran it down their throat, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, two or three losses, maybe? Hold on. Let's get the official confirmation. Standings. Yeah, two losses. So, but okay, they, so the Buck Vikings. But they beat the Jaguars by four last week, so. That's what yeah. I was remembering. <laughs> so. Yeah, they look good. Um, yeah, I just... the And it's in Indy, right? Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be semi-surprised. I mean, it is Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, so if they won, my surprise level would be mediocre. I still think the Colts should be a favorite. Yeah. Uh, Patriots-Texans. We started off the season thinking the Texans were going to be great. Obviously, we were wrong about that, so we're, we're hopping on the Patriots for this win. Um, I'm hopping on the Patriots because the first three weeks, all everybody was saying, wow, the Cam Newton situation is going to work out. They were 2-1. and one. Their only loss was they lost on the one-yard line to the Seahawks. Um. And then Cam got COVID, missed a week. They lost without him. He came back. Looked terrible. Either, either he came back and was still sick, or he came back and got rusty that fast, or just out of practice. Because for two weeks, he looked horrible. Then he played the Bills, and while they lost, he played really well. And then they played the Jets. He played well. The team didn't, but he did. And then they played the Ravens, and he played well again. And I just feel like the Patriots are finding their rhythm again, and he's kind of back in it. And when he's back in it, the Patriots actually are good. <laughs> and they're four and five, and I never am going to count Belichick out. And this is one of those games they got to win, whether it's ugly or not. And I think they'll win it. I just don't trust the Texans. <laughs> That's why I'm taking the Patriots, even though it's in Houston. Yeah. Lions Panthers. Matthew Stafford dealing with some injuries, even though he's going to play. Kenny G is out. 
play the saxophone. We need that soundbite every time I say Kenny G. Uh, <laughs> um, so I went with the Panthers. They looked good for like two quarters against the Bucks, and then it kind of fell apart. And it wasn't really the offense that fell apart. It's Tom Brady was really hot that game, and they were too much. A little Kenny G for you. A little Kenny G. I gotta find um, some sacks. Jesus. So, yeah. So I'm going with the Panthers. McCaffrey is out, though, so that game is kind of a toss-em to me. Yeah. Uh, Bridgewater got his knee hurt in the towards the end of the Bucks game last week. Uh I wonder how that's going to do. I think it was an MCL sprain, so he was day-to-day, so right. he should be in. No structural damage, which is really good news, because I'd be ashamed for him after such a good comeback. Yeah. I mean, it was a legal hit by Sue, I believe, but still it was low yep. enough where it did a little damage yep. to his knee. Uh, Titans Ravens. Good game, except the Titans have looked really suspect as of late ever since the Bengals beat them to be honest yeah um so I'm going Ravens they need a bounce back they can't keep falling they lost one to the Patriots that I'm sure they didn't think they were going to lose looking for them to bounce back and they did just move Des Bryant up off the practice squad they look so we'll they look like the weather really affected them in that Patriots game too yeah, but like the same argument, like I heard someone say that, and then the counter argument is, but the Patriots had to deal with the weather too. Oh, I wasn't, I, mean? like, I wasn't saying like it was just on them. I'm just saying they seem to not get the same breaks weather-wise <laughs> as the Patriots, like with the I catches what, and stuff. Shock, what was shocking in that game is you knew with that kind of weather they were going to have to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And how did the Patriots and Damian Harris outrun? The, the Ravens who live off running. Yeah. That, that that's, was like the shock of the game to me. I mean, Cam Newton outran Lamar. Damian Harris outran Dobbins and Gus, Bus, and Ingram. And that was surprising. So anyways, I mean, maybe the Titans, what if the Titans come in and Henry rams it down their throat? That could happen. Sorry, I'm... At awe, uh, fight that just got announced. I think Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis is happening again. It is happening again? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I just saw announced. All right, anyway, uh, I'm going with the Ravens. Is, we, we're all going Ravens uh, just because, you know, Titans just haven't been that impressive this year. They haven't. Not after the first few weeks. They did start off 5-0. and Ooh, interesting. Uh, yeah, so it's Curse Blades versus Derek Lewis uh, on ESPN2 on the 28th. So next week. Well, while you're talking about that, isn't Connor and Dustin official now for next year? January 21st. Maybe we'll actually have some fans in the stands for that one. Yeah, I think they're hoping so. Yeah. I think that's what they, why they went with the later fight. Correct. Otherwise, I mean, right now, 
there's no real fights announced for 256, so... <laughs> Usually they have <Okay>. something. <laughs> yeah. But according to Dana White, they have it booked, so who knows? They just haven't announced anything. Uh, back to huh? NFL. Dolphins, Broncos. I think uh, this game we all thought highly of the Broncos in the preseason, and then we've seen what the Broncos have turned into and what the Dolphins have turned into under Tua, and we're going Dolphins. Yeah, that basically does wrap it up. I thought Drew Locke was started to look like he was much improved at the end of last year, and then this year he looks horrible. I know he's dealt with injuries all year, himself and the rest of the team, but they just have not looked good. Yeah. Ride those fins, I don't know what happened. I thought they were going to be like, they were my sleeper team. I thought they were going to be the sleeper team this year, and they aren't. How Buffalo would it be if the Dolphins end up winning the AFC East? It would be pretty Buffalo. (laughs) I mean, What's crazy about that is at the time, I was against, while we're on it, against the Tua move. Like, I was like, how are you going to sit Fitzpatrick when he's playing the best football he's ever played? And then when Tua comes in and I see, like, his style of play, now I get it because for every, like, 400-yard, three-touchdown game Fitzpatrick gives you, he is going to give you those games where he throws three interceptions. Mm -hmm. And Tua's just not going to turn the ball over. And since he doesn't, and that defense is incredible – this team is just, like, now I see the identity of this team and where uh, Brian Flores is taking this team. I get it now. At first, I was really confused. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, they need to do it to be good, to be honest. They just need them to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jets, Chargers. We're all going Chargers. I mean, come on. Jets are yeah, we're all going Chargers. Herbert's probably going to have another 350-yard passing game and look amazing. Most notable thing out of this game is Herbert's new haircut. Uh, Moving on. Vikings, (laughs) Cowboys. Another one. I mean, the Cowboys' defense is dead last against the run, and Delvin Cook's the number one rusher in the league, so how's this game going to go? Do we need to even go in depth on that? (laughs) No. Uh, we're calling Vikings. Uh, Chiefs Raiders for Sunday night. Actually, good, decent Sunday. Well, I mean, <laughs> Sunday night's always good because they have the yeah. f- contract That's a good option. Game. And it uh, is a revenge game. So I went with the Chiefs because I think they want to. I don't think the Raiders are going to sneak up on them this time. I think the Raiders are sneaky good. They're my surprise team. I thought it was going to be Denver, but it's the Raiders. Mm hmm. Them beating the Saints, who now do look good, and them beating the Chiefs uh, were big wins, uh, statement wins. John Gruden's got the Raiders playing at a pretty good high level. So if the Chiefs win this game, it would be good. If the Raiders beat the Chiefs twice, I think the AFC should be unnoticed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Chiefs struggled with the Panthers, but I feel like the Panthers just gave – the Chiefs, everything they had, like trick wise and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and then, uh, I, I mean, when you're the best team, you're going to get those type of things. So, right. It's just executing on the right plays and not turning the ball over too much. And I think the Chiefs are going to come back and win this one. 
They're a little butt hurt and probably want to show the Raiders who's boss. I think another big story is this time the Raiders have eight players that were starters on their defense on the COVID list. Oh, so yeah. that's, <laughs> that's going to be different. Last time they had players on the COVID list, it didn't work out too well for them with the Buccaneers. Uh, moving right along, speaking of Buccaneers, Rams, Buccaneers. Sure. That's a really good Monday night game. I'm excited for that one. Last time these two met, I think we had like one of the highest scoring games ever with the most yards. Yeah. Uh, this time around, we have the top two top five defenses facing off against each other. And I am strictly going with the Rams because of what I just saw them do to the Seahawks offense. So, um, fun fact, before we get into predictions and stuff, I was doing a little research on this game because I thought I was going to do show notes and I never did. Uh, but uh, I looked at each of the three Tampa losses in Tamp- Tom Brady, excuse me, not Tampa Bay, Tom Brady was sacked three times in each of those games, so that's nine sacks. In the seven wins, they had five sacks combined. <laughs> so, And the other telling, out of those three games that they lost, how many of them were prime time? Mm-hmm. Two of them? Yeah. Tampa, for Tom some Brady reason, doesn't... Well, at night, which not... I heard Bruce Arians was addressing this week, they were going to practice... Tampa does not do well in prime time. Tom Brady's going for Monday night football win number 18, I believe I heard was the thing. Um, So it's more Tampa than Tom. But yeah. Yeah. They were saying last year Tom had a losing record on prime time, even on the Patriots. But let's be honest, the Patriots were average last year. Yeah. And then this year he has a losing record again. So they say it's like trending. But anyways, Arians practicing with the whole team at night I thought was a smart move. It's an mm-hmm. interesting move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something needed because being a Bucks fan, I know that every time they play on like Thursday night or Monday night or Sunday night, it always seems to either be like close, but they can't get over that hump, or it's just a blowout and the other team's just dominating on them. Yeah. Yeah. So... I took the Rams because I saw Ramsey shut down, which who I've argued with you this year is the best receiver in football. And I don't think, I don't know who he's going to be on, but I'm assuming Evans. So you can take him right out of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be up to Gronk, Brown, and Godwin. But Tom's going to have to get out of his hand fast because the pass rush is coming. But they didn't look too bad. With those three options, either last game, they no. had, I think they each had seven receptions. So everyone looked good last against Carolina. I sent you the text; like everybody looked good. Mm-hmm. And what's been interesting with what they've been doing with Evans is they've been playing uh, him as the slot, mm-hmm. which would mean Ramsey probably wouldn't be covering him. So in those I know situations. I'm wondering if it's going to be Brown. That's why I said I'm not sure. Like he may even be on Godwin because I personally believe, and I think Sean McVay probably does too, Godwin's the best receiver on that team. Mm-hmm. He's still, when he's not 100%, they seem to struggle. So. Yeah. Um, Evans, these days, just seems to run go routes because he's so tall mm-hmm. and fast because he's got freak athleticism and he can jump high that he just runs downfield and 
if Brady chooses to stretch it out, he'll go for it. If not, they don't. Then they do these, a lot of screens I've seen lately to Brown. They're putting him in like bubble screen situations. And then Godwin is just everywhere because he obviously has the most, uh, has the highest route tree out of all the other receivers, which is interesting to me. But I don't know where Ramsey will be. Probably, you're probably right. He probably will be on Godwin and they're going to move Evans around in the slot. Mm-hmm. And also, um, they seem to have learned that they need to run the ball more than five times, which was an NFL record for least amount of times run. That'll be right there to me as the key of the game. Mm-hmm. If it's Jones only... can get going, they yeah. seem to be with him more than anything. So Yeah, Jones getting going, and um, can those defensive tackles for the Rams uh, shut him down, and can they get through to Tom Brady? That's the two biggest ifs. I guess we should talk about the Rams' offense. They can run the ball too, but the Bucks are pretty good against the run. <laughs> so if they can't run, do we trust Jared Goff's arm? I don't really. Not against the secondary. I don't either, yeah. So, I don't know. It's a lot of what ifs, what ifs in this game. Yeah. I'm curious to see who in there will. Talk, talk about a tough stretch. We're going to... Let's preview Thanksgiving since I don't think we're gonna street or have another show until after Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, week yeah. week twelve, Texans Lions whatever. Uh, Washington Cowboys maybe for first place. Who knows? In the That's NFC ridiculous. East, uh, and then Ravens Steelers to close that out. That's gonna be interesting to see if the Steelers can escape. That's a big game for me, fantasy-wise. I didn't realize they were playing Thursday. They're the, that actually makes me wonder what they're going to do against the Jags. They might just take it easy. They're the um, night game. Yeah. Um, that's a rematch, and Pittsburgh got lucky to walk out with a win in Baltimore, though. Now Baltimore has to go into Heinz Field. Uh, I, the last one was kind of a really ugly game. Ben, like, threw three picks. Lamar didn't do much. It was not even that fun to watch. But Ben and the Steelers all of a sudden went four wide with their wide receivers, which is what the Steelers have been doing lately because their offense keeps struggling in the beginning. And then they go four wide and Ben just runs down the field. I I don't get why they aren't doing it sooner. Because besides the Bucks, I think the Steelers have the second best receiver tree. Yeah. Deontay Johnson, Juju, and Chase Claypool with the rookie who should be in the running for rookie of the year, honestly, out of anybody that's not a quarterback. He has nine touchdowns in nine games. I don't know anyone doing better. Um, and then you have Godwin, Evans, and Brown. But anyways, when they do that, kind of like the Bucks do at times, they run, they march down the field. They, I don't know, get why they aren't doing it sooner. Maybe they will for the rematch. This, I've been uh, breaking down some teams because uh, I like to talk trash at work and stuff. And there's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and I just haven't been. I looked at their their uh, their wins, and they're they're winning and they're undefeated, but they're just not impressive. They're getting the job done, but 
who have they really faced, I guess. Well, that's why everyone's calling them the most disrespected, undefeated team ever. Mm. They beat the Giants because by 10. When Broncos you say they're best, the Ravens? What? Isn't their best win the Ravens and they barely beat them? Yeah. yeah. And Ben played horrible. So I guess it's more a testament. Ben can play horrible and they can still beat a good team. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. But I don't think they can beat a really good team if Ben plays bad. And they're just like they're they're tempting with fate in the last couple of games because uh, they beat the Titans by three, they beat the Ravens by four, and then they beat the Cowboys by five. So right, they finally came alive last week against my team, which is figures. Mm-hmm. They decided to just crush the Bengals. Although the Bengals media team did decide to like show pictures of them disrespecting the terrible towels. So maybe that wasn't a great idea. Yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> uh, also, so, quick clip, uh, sorry, quick glimpse into uh, the rest of the week 12. Tampa's got the Chiefs. So <laughs> oh, wow. The the uh, the schedule makers did no favors for them. <laughs> no. <laughs> Back-to-back true. weeks. So... Since we were kind, since you kind of just discredited Pittsburgh a little bit, besides the Chiefs, who is your AFC like top three then? Besides the Chiefs. Besides because that's Chiefs. Uh, let's see here. I would say Raiders, Colts, and Bills. You like them all better than Pittsburgh? Uh, I think they've beaten better teams. I don't necessarily think they're better, but mm. if if they were to go up against one of those three teams, which I don't know if they actually do this year, let's find out. Oh, yeah, they play the Bills, so we'll find out. Uh, and the Colts, so... Yeah, um, I guess we will. I mean... At this point in the season, they don't have a win that says, yeah, I could see them going to the Super Bowl right now. I could see... Uh, th- who do they play first, the Bills? Bills, yeah. I'm not high on the Bills. I know you guys know that, so I don't care about that one. I'm not necessarily but... high on the Bills. I just think that they're more of a matchup than the... The team they beat. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying if they beat the Bills, I still won't be wild. That's a Sunday night. If the Colts beat the Packers and the Colts win and don't lose a bad game, let's go that way, and then they play Pittsburgh, if Pittsburgh beats the Colts, I'll I'll give Pittsburgh credit. Yeah. I mean, if they go undefeated, props to them. Oh, yeah. They go 16-0. and I mean, I can't. I mean, what are we all going to say? It's only been done times or twice before. It'd be the third time. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think because, like, the the same. I have a question with Ben being so old. If they're fifteen and zero, do you even think they go for it? I don't know. I think they might play them in the first half, maybe. Yeah, I guess it'll depend on what the Chiefs' record is. Especially if they they go undefeated, they're gonna have the the bye week. They might want to play them just to keep them game ready. Yeah. Um, I was, but. But they haven't had a bye week since week four. Yeah. So they might, they might want to rest. Who knows? 
Uh, a few of these teams just like stood out to me. And the Seahawks are the same way, where we're starting to see their true colors because they're actually playing teams with winning records. And it's like they're starting to get. I sent you this that before. Uh, I think it was like last week's game where they were already had given up the most yards for teams that have played nine games and they'd only played eight. So mm-hmm. I feel like unless like last game they actually had good defense and held them. Yeah had good defense by holding the team under 400 yards. <laughs> well, so let's let's talk about how the best player on their defense all of a sudden is a player who's only been there for 2 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good if you can pick someone up off another team and he is immediately your best player. It's not good. That means their defense is pretty bad. Yeah. And it doesn't help that Russell Wilson, despite what some people thought against Cardinals, his last three games, he's been mm, not too great. Especially the two before this last one. But the last one, yeah, he had two touchdown passes, but a stat you're pretty fond of, the QBR was at like 40. Uh, He just wasn't looking that great game-wise. Um. Well, whenever you're in the same sentence this year as Carson Wentz, it's not good. <laughs> he is second this year now. He has passed Daniel Jones in turnovers. Only Carson Wentz has more. So as much as Russell's winning games for Seattle when he's on, he's also the one that's losing them. Mm-hmm. So I think like the whole Russell Wilson MVP talk is kind of over. Yep. Uh, it's really... Mah- Honestly, we're kind of in the same situation as when we had Michael Jordan and LeBron. Like, you could honestly give the best player the MVP every single year, but people get, like, tired of doing that. But Mm. for the next probably, like, five years, Mahomes is going to be the MVP, and they're just going to rip him off and give it to somebody else just because they don't want to keep giving it to him. No. But who do you give it to right now? It has to be him. No. Five touchdowns and one pick. I mean... Come on. <laughs> I can't even think of a name. Rogers. That's it. Not even, though. He's thrown so many picks. I think he's only thrown three. Oh, well, two of them must have been. Played Tampa, horrible. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw he's at 24 and three. But, but Rogers at- is an immediate darling, so I think, I think it still goes to Mahomes. I think it'll go to Mahomes, and honestly, if I was doing it, I know this is out of the box these days because people don't think about him, but Delvin Cook is playing at a super elite level, and the only reason Minnesota's in it and could possibly make a playoff run, which is amazing to me after how bad they looked, but to have all those touchdowns that he has, to be leading by like 300 yards for the rushing title... Like, no one's going to catch him unless he gets hurt. Oh, and by the way, he did get hurt and missed a week. He'd be way farther ahead. Um, I To me, it's Mahomes and Cook. It's just Minnesota's a bad team, so how can you give it to Cook? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. I'm just excited. We're going to have college basketball soon, starting next Wednesday. Yeah. Or this coming Wednesday, not next Wednesday. Uh 
Big game right out of the gate, too. I feel like these two teams face off against each other. It's going to be thrown on the sheet at some point in well, the near future. Gonzaga, Kansas? No. That no. happens after this game. We got okay. back-to-back good ge- good good nights, uh, or good days, I guess. Uh, Arizona State, Baylor. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a good game. Last year, Baylor came in, I think, ranked number one, and Arizona State upset them. So it's kind of like a rematch, grudge match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like just yesterday we were having our hearts broken with March Madness being canceled, and here we are. We've made it to college um, basketball. Real quick, I want to talk about our teams because a North Carolina player and a Syracuse player got drafted this week. Um, Hughes. Yeah, Isaiah Hughes went in the second round pretty early. I can't remember the exact pick. 36, 39, and somewhere in there. Thirty, Yeah, and then um, Cole Anthony went number 15. So we got some players in there. Uh, I will say, though, this is one of the worst draft classes I've seen in a didn't, really long time. Didn't uh, – are we just not going to announce the other guy's team? Uh, did he, did uh, he have someone taken? Did Ichiroma or whatever? Oh, Hachimura. Hachimura. He uh he went last year. Oh, uh, who is it then? Who am I thinking? I thought I, I thought someone was. I thought I saw one of the mock I drafts. I was supposed to go, but he didn't get drafted. Huh. They might have had somebody else though. Gonzaga. While you look that up, I will say Anthony Edwards went number one to Minnesota. That was the right move, despite what people are saying about LaMelo. I think now that I saw Jordan take him, LaMelo will just be a bust like every other player Jordan picks. And number two was James Wiseman to Golden State. Golden State was poised to have a big year, except Clay Thompson ruptured his Achilles and is out for a whole nother year. Uh, his career is quickly evaporating. Uh, Killian Tilly was the one I was thinking. Okay. He didn't. He signed with. He ended up signing with Memphis, though. Oh, okay. Speaking of signings, so he didn't, we so he didn't get drafted, but he's an undrafted player. Yeah, signed. Speaking of Got signings, in Lamelo and his Hornets, how about Hayward <laughs> going to the Hornets? Yeah, interesting that he got paid so much to me because the last few years, I think he's just been downgraded to a role player, not really even an all-star. And the Hornets are paying him like he's going to come in and be their guy. And I don't know if he can do that. The Sixers traded, uh, what's his face away? Horford, right? Yeah, for Oklahoma City player. I can't remember his name. Green. Yeah, the Sixers are making moves. Doc Rivers definitely trying to make his team there. Who did they take but in the keep draft? The... Um, I should know too. It was a decent player, but I I won't remember. So, <laughs> um, there's a lot of okay players in this draft. No player that struck me, besides Anthony Edwards and the possibility of Lamelo Ball as being stars, which makes this draft kind of weak. 
not like last year where I knew like the top three are, were going to be good. Yeah. He knew Zion and Morant were going to be good. So weird. Usually the draft's in like June. And normally it's on a Thursday. They changed it all up. Mm-hmm. Uh, draft board. Maybe. Uh, is the Shevchenko fight on yet? No, Perry means is 40 minutes away, or 40 minutes, 40 seconds away from ending. Okay. Means pretty much made. On a end, so you can send me the uh, pay-per-view money. Oh, yeah. Before uh, the Shevchenko fight. Yeah. Uh, we got some time. Uh, but means basically made Perry's face his punching bag. He's bleeding from both eyes. It looks like. <laughs> so, so, so you're happy you went with means. Yes. <laughs> Early on, though, uh, Perry did have means in a nice choke, but it didn't come to fruition. They drafted some French player in the second round. I can't pull up the first round. There. Uh, oh, there we go. Point guard Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. Out of Kentucky, I knew they took a decent player. So, uh, they won't utilize him much because Ben Simmons is a point guard, but he'll be a nice backup. They were playing Ben at power forward though towards the end of the last season, so we'll see. Yeah, I'll be curious what Doc does with him. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he's gonna get rid of him. I know there's been rumors. Yeah, I heard that too. Someone, um, him or Embiid. I think. Getting rid of Ben would be the better move because at least Embiid has the personality of like wanting to be the team leader. Yeah, like yep. Ben Simmons is really laid back and just he's a good player and an all star level player, but not a superstar. Yeah, and Embiid when he's healthy is a superstar, but he's just not healthy for full years. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's what I meant to pull up. I was gonna pull up the schedule. Because uh, there was another game I thought was interesting. Thanks, Brewer. Appreciate your support back there. I don't know if you just heard him. Yeah, I heard him. Okay. So, yeah. He finds our podcast amusing. Uh, let's see here. Baylor-Arizona State game. No odds yet on that. Interesting. Uh, and then you got the Kansas-Gonzaga game. Wow. Yeah, that is interesting. No odds on that one either. Um, Friday. Gonzaga's number one, right? Yeah. Friday, nothing to write home about. Michigan State, Notre Dame. That'll be interesting to see just where Michigan State is. They have a decent opponent. Notre Dame, I think, went ten and ten in the ACC last year. So, mm. and Cassius Winston's gone, I think. So, yeah, be interesting to see what Izzo's got. Oh yeah, and then on Sunday, Houston is playing Texas Tech. Two top twenty-five teams there for you. I think what I'll do is just go Wednesday to Wednesday. Yeah. And then, of course, you have the Champions Classic games with uh, Michigan State versus Duke and Kentucky versus Kansas. But we may already know what 
type of team Kansas is. Ooh. Although Kentucky is favored in that game. Interesting. Do you know that this draft was like one of the first drafts in, I think they said 15 years, where the top five had no blue bloods in it in the NBA draft? I did not. Meaning no no Duke, no North Carolina, no Kentucky. You know, it was five. interesting. I saw an article. I don't know if I actually forwarded it to you guys. I meant, I think I meant to at least. But uh, mm-hmm. they, were, they were talking about blue, bro- blue bloods. And Wisconsin was thrown in there. And I was like, I don't really think they're blue bloods. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were one. Like, I know people stretch sometimes and say Syracuse is just because they're annoying in, in the tournament a lot of the times, or at least the tournament talk, but Wisconsin, mm-hmm. blue blood, that's interesting. No, if anything, I, outside of those big those big three, North Carolina, Kentucky, Duke, I think another actual blue team could be thrown in there, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And that's why they play in the Champions Classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. If you were to name Blue Bloods, you got to throw in Kansas, Duke, Kentucky, and North Carolina. Is Michigan State and still? That- do you think Michigan State? That was going to be my first team that isn't like a blue jersey that I would call one. Yes. Is there even 10? I don't think there is. Wait, can you classify UCLA anymore? No, I don't think so. See, I'm almost on the, I'm almost saying like Michigan State, you had to run, but you're not. But I mean, just two years ago, they made it to the Final Four. Yeah, but four years ago, Syracuse made the Final Four. <laughs> I know, but, but, but Syracuse, I, I would argue, it is really close to being one, I feel if like, not one. Yeah, but their last couple seasons just been... I know. Same with Michigan State. Bad, but... Like, he had the run, and then, I don't know. Uh, I'm not... But Blue Blood for a period of time, so I'm not going to say yeah. because Syracuse the last two years are bad. It's like over the last 15 years, and if you went back that far, they, they're deserving. Yeah, they made the Final Four like three years. Yeah. And that, I guess. And Michigan State, every other year type, making the Final Four, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So what about Michigan? I'd say no, but... Maybe maybe, there, maybe there. that's something we should uh, debate about on another podcast when we can do some more research. Because I'm sure... I'm sure our infrequent guest host at this point would argue his team's won now, too. But they're, but they're, missing, they're missing the big thing, which is actually winning. Yeah, and getting They their... got to the championship, though, and he'll argue that, but who did they lose to? A blue blood. Mm-hmm. Not to mention they've only made it all the way once to the national championship. Yeah. And the final four. Correct. They couldn't get over that hurdle. I feel mm-hmm. I feel like, but, but he'll I, argue it. Yeah, and he'd argue against Syracuse too at the same. Fo- I don't, and I don't think you can because they make yeah. the Final Four too much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I think there's like eight teams, maybe nine teams that are, but there's definitely a solid four. K- Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, and Kansas are no brainers. 
And then maybe we are just stretching it, just to stretch it. Maybe there really is only four. I think because aren't don't you think people are going to argue Louisville? Because all those Patino years, they were right there. Yeah. They won the championship. They got it done. They've been to the championship. So, all right, here we go. Here's a good. Here's <laughs> this is uh, the winningest college basketball teams of all time. You got Kentucky number one, Kansas number two, North Carolina number three, uh, Duke number four, mm-hmm. Temple's number five. But obviously, they haven't been relevant since since Coach Cheney, and that's been a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in the that was in the late nineties. So Temple hasn't been relevant it? since the late. That's who, twenty years ago. Who, Jameer Nelson. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Jameer <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, St. Joe's. Yeah, but. Uh, and then number six is Syracuse. Yeah. Followed by UCLA. At number seven, eight is Notre Dame. Nine is St. John's. Yeah, they were really good in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Don't they have a national championship? Uh, here's one that we didn't name that has, hasn't been relevant probably since uh, the coach UConn? left. Nope. Uh, oh. Indiana. Oh, yeah. But UConn all those years with Calhoun was definitely, mm-hmm. they were the top program for a while. You have a two-way tie between Cincinnati and Utah for 11. You know how I feel about Cincinnati basketball. Mm-hmm. I love it, but they just don't do well in the tournament. Arizona at 13. That's one we, we excluded. That's one we didn't name that is a staple. They're probably a blue blood, honestly. Sorry. Uh, apparently, <laughs> uh, they threw a commercial of the Joe Rogan podcast up on the UFC stream. Apparently with the Spotify oh. money he's able to advertise. There. Uh, anyway. Um, 14 is Purdue. And then 15, Western Kentucky. How do we feel about Florida? Uh, I think I think they were more of a Billy Donovan team. Yeah. They've had a few good years since, but yeah. And Billy Donovan getting fired is kind of odd to me after he did such a good job with the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's definitely proven he's an NBA coach, so I'll be curious where he lands unless he chooses to come back to college. Where do you think Gonzaga lands? All-time wins? Mm-hmm. I'll even give you their 20. win total. Hold on. Their win total is sixteen ninety nine. No, twenty third. Nope. Thirty one. So wow. I thought I thought I was going low. They're ahead of Georgetown. Wow. Apparently yeah, last Georgetown co- hasn't been relevant, John Thompson. Yeah. Uh, but still I did I thought they had more of a win total built up before. Who has more wins, Pittsburgh or Georgetown? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, considering I don't see Pittsburgh on this list, I'm going with Georgia Norm. All right. I wasn't sure if all those Jamie Dixon years he brought them the list. Oh, there you are. Uh, they're f- they're third, 12 behind Georgetown. Uh, okay. Position-wise, wins-wise, they are like 50. Trying to do quick math here. 87 minus 36. There you go. 51. Okay. So like two more bad years. <laughs> for Georgetown. Yeah. Uh, still commercial. What the hell is that? Oh. Um, Michigan State win total is at 27 behind Louisville at 26. Mm. And Bill Nova. Yeah, the- Louisville's. Louisville's not talked about as much as they should be, honestly, for what a good program they are. Interesting. I didn't realize Villanova didn't start playing basketball until 1921. Mm. Even starting so late compared to some of these other schools, they're 21. Wow. At 1799. You know, I wonder... If they this list counts uh, those hundred losses, Bayheim got taken away too. Yeah, because if that's um, the case, then they're in fifth. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, Jay Wright has to be one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a huge Jay Wright fan. I I love watching Villanova play against Syracuse. Yeah, of... I like Villanova's program. I always did. Mm-hmm. I can make myself. Uh, I was a kid. Uh, one of my favorite NBA players and college players was Kerry Kittle. Yeah, same. He, he played for played for Villanova, and he did really well against Syracuse. Mm-hmm. He always, they always pissed me off. I was like, damn, Villanova and Kerry Kittle are coming. They're, we're going to get whooped. Yep. <laughs> I just remember watching him in person and just remembering how long he was. Yeah. And then he went to the Nets, and that was when the Nets kept going to the championship and losing, but they were still making it. Mm-hmm. And it was Jay Kidd, Kerry Kittle, Kenyon Martin, Keith Van Horn. Yeah. So they had a good team. All right. Well, I'm excited college basketball is back. You sound like you're excited yeah. college practice, especially after the way North Carolina ended it all. I know it almost worked out for North Carolina fans because we can forget about that season. Uh, oh, no one cares because no one won that year. No one cared. Yep. I cared. Throwaway year. I still have that. I still have that game on uh, DVR, so I'm fine with it. What the game Syracuse crushed North Carolina? Yeah, mainly because you just watch and see the tone change from, uh, oh, we're going to be playing this tournament to, like, oh, no one knows what's going on anymore in the world. So, who knows? <laughs> I got to I gotta record it, record it before I lose it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's a good place to end. We'll be back next week, probably Black Friday. Shopping. Who knows? Uh, unfortunately. Going Black Friday shop. No. 
The only Black Friday shopping I'm going to be doing is trying to get a Xbox or a PlayStation. So, Well, like I said, I work. Well, I'll talk to you after you sign up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There it is. The end of the music. Is.